morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> you serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590thefan.com. And we continue live from Clayton Kingside Diner, the location right across from Shaw Park, corner of Brentwood and Bonham. What a cool venue here. Giant glass windows overlooking the park and the great menu that Kingside Diner has. Uh, Chuck, we've only got an hour, but if you could run through some of the food items you've sampled. Again, we've only got an hour, so what Less have you when tried? you consider guests. So. Here we go. So I had the fried green tomatoes are fantastic. These stuffed peppers with the cream cheese really good you have the chicken wings two different kinds your traditional wing and then also maybe more of a of a barbecue i'd call it and then you actually have frank cusimano who literally i'm not joking when <laughs> i say weird. this frank cusimano is going up to random strangers tables and he's taking their platters of food <laughs> to show to us and coming over and showing us some beautiful chicken and waffles and some cakes well, and bacon and it's a good thing he didn't put there the plate is. on our table because we would have grabbed some of it had it not been told that it belonged to another diner. Now, let's be honest. Frank loves food, but Frank's also kind of weird. <laughs> Fair. Would you have ever imagined that he would go up to people's tables and grab their food off their plate to bring it over to us to show us and then take it back to them for them to consume? Yeah, definitely take the uh, the plate but not give it back. So that's fair. A little weird. A great spot, and they're open at nighttime as well. This they, is kind of, they they have kind of like a New York vibe here. Yes, Thursday through Saturday, I believe. They close it. They're open until 2 o'clock. And then they reopen again at 4 until midnight. And they've served us some. They have chicken wings. I know they have sliders here. You can build your own flatbread, pizza. They have a, a nice food menu for late night, and they got a good beer selection. They've got beer. What, who else is serving beer and pancakes? Okay. Maybe Frank could go grab somebody's beer off their table and bring it over to us. That would actually be appreciated. Uh, we got a full show today. We always say that even when we don't mean it, but we do today. Frank Bennett, the Shamanot uh, basketball coach, is going to talk to us about the Schnooks High School Athlete of the Week. Jober's going to wedge in a few Super Bowl jokes so that you're the hit of your party this oh, weekend. Yeah. Can he say Super Bowl when he's doing the jokes? Is that, or uh, he, he can't, I think, but game. we can. Big game. Uh, Andy McCollum, who played for the Rams, and I've been telling him this, he's got to write a book about coaching because when he was in college at Toledo, Chuck, Rockets. Toledo's finest. Glass Bowl, maybe? Yes, sir. Frog City, uh -huh. T Vegas. Glass City. Frog City. His coach was Nick Saban oh. in college. And so that was 1990 because I believe Saban was there for one year. I could see okay. Saban being exactly the same in 1990 as he is today. Well, he had Saban, and then he had Gary Pinkle. That's mm -hmm. good. And then he went to the Cleveland Browns, and his coach was Bill Belichick. Wow. Then he went to the Saints, and his coach was Jim Mora. Stop me when it's an uninteresting name. His next coach with the Saints was Mike Ditka. Oh. And then he came to the Rams and played for Dick Vermeil and Mike Martz and then capped it off with Scott Linehan. Anyway, the point is. Stop. He told me to stop he when it wasn't interesting Okay, anymore. I'm sorry. 
No, love Linehan. Finish the career with love Linehan. Scott Linehan. But what a fascinating run of coaches. Andy's going to be here with a lot of Super Bowl talk. Fun to have Dan Connolly in the house, a uh, Patriot who won a Super Bowl ring. And as he mentioned, it's kind of nice now to be a former Patriot and have people in St. Louis actually like you as opposed <laughs> to over the years where they hated the Patriots for obvious reasons. Uh, so a full show coming up, Chuck. Loaded show. But one thing we didn't do in the 11 o'clock hour, which is a Ooh. staple of the show, and people won't get out of their car until we do five for Frank, but we didn't have time. So let's do five for Chuck. Time to tee up the hot topics. It's five for Frank. Chuck. Brought to you by Greenville University, a liberal arts institution, just 45 miles from St. Louis. Oh, this is a little bit of insider. Is there insider housekeeping? Is there sure. such a thing? Housekeeping? When the morning after plays their return that says, and, is it your voice? It is me. I've tried it. So is the and the idea that you're sitting in but you're not named? Is that it? So what happened was, no, this actually happened organically. They created that open. I was filling in one day, and you could tell that there was an edit. There was an edit point that didn't feel real clean. So we joked about it, and I said, why don't I just have – me say and and we did it live on the radio there and created it and i think people like it now so it's going to stay for a while at least but yes that's me well i was thinking if there are other occasions where we don't do five for frank in the 11 o'clock hour we need to have a cut ready where it's as as time now for five for chuck chuck and you just say chuck even though nobody calls you. How Chuck. about we bring Charlie back into the into the studio one day and just have him say me? So then he'll say five for me. And Charlie saying me. I'm in. I like that. I'm in. Let's do it. All right. Number one. This is brought to you by Greenville University. Something we could have discussed before the show, but we decided to wait for during the show. First like lap. That. Let's go. First uh, lap. Lap five. <laughs> by the way, Greenville University last night, their basketball game, they set a record. Did you see that? Chris Mitchell, SID at Wash U. Great guy was doing the scorekeeping for Greenville last night. He said, nobody told me what it was going to be like to keep score. The score was like 165 to 150. This is the basketball Coach Barber plays at Greenville where they shoot it every, like, seven seconds. Jack and threes? Yes. I like that. Let me find the score. But Coach Barber is wearing, and Frank has done a piece on him on Channel 5, wearing a bright white it looks kind of like a leisure suit. I don't want to, if that's offensive, I don't want to say that. No, I saw that picture, and it's Isn't slick. that unbelievable? It's very cool. Uh, Chris Mitchell, SID at Wash U, Sports Information Director, friend of the show, I think, filled in to do stats at the Greenville Panthers game. George Barber and his high-flying squad broke a scoring record in the 167-145 to win over McMurray fingers still tired and if you can check it out you'll see the coach in a full white ensemble anyway lap one i believe is where we are here first lap chuck you are the ncaa oh man and mizzou's on the line and okay let's just say it's jim stirk who suddenly is channeling charles bronson which i didn't quite think stirk had it in but he felt very vengeful yesterday but stirk just reads this to you uh, from the New York Times, and it was written, I think, a year and a half ago, quote, the NCAA did not dispute that the University of North Carolina was guilty of running one of the worst academic fraud schemes in college sports history, but there will be no penalties because no rules were broken. 
Yeah, this is this is Jim Sterk. I, I need a little help with this. You're the NCAA. Can you can you walk me back through that North Carolina deal? One of the most worst academic fraud schemes in college sports history. However, no penalties because no rules were broken. Can you help me out here? Okay, the more I read about this, also, it seems like the NCAA justifies the North Carolina situation by the fact that non-athletes also took these classes, these fake courses, so their justification is, well, it wasn't just for athletes because everybody at the school had the opportunity to do this. I think everybody gets it, though. To me, the NCAA, spineless because... I mean, at, at minimum, these two situations are similar. But it seems like North Carolina's situation over the course of a couple decades and 200 fake courses is actually much worse. The more you read, you talk to guys, you, you hear from guys like Rashad McCants, who basically said all the athletes were kind of funneled into these classes. And to me, it's the NCAA being spineless and not going after a blue blood program like North Carolina basketball and kind of feeling they can make up for that by dropping the hammer on Mizzou, and I think that's awful. And if anything, the NCAA called more attention to what they didn't do with North Carolina because of this heavy-handed ruling with Mizzou. And I agree and said it yesterday. If you cheat and get caught and complain, it's a bad look. So for Mizzou to complain, it's a bad look because this did go on on your watch. But everything that was documented seemed to indicate it was a rogue tutor who... There was no evidence to support it. Now, did Mizzou, some levels, did somebody know what was going on? I'm going to guess somebody probably knew something. It's never 100% innocent. But I guess they were also told along the way, if they cooperated, that there would be less of a penalty. And this Yolanda, is it Kumar? Yolanda Kumar. Name and names. Has tweeting. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. When she said Matthew Mock, I laughed out loud. I said, yeah, <laughs> Nobody I believe, called him Matthew Mock. I believe that one. Like, wait a minute, Manny Mock was ch- cheating when he was at Mizzou? What? But she called him Matthew, and I think he favorited the tweet. He not, did. not even the worst tweet involving Matty Mock. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I know I'm, I'm going off topic here. I was thinking about I, that yesterday. good because I forgot what I was going to say. Right, but <laughs> because I, I hadn't thought about Matty Mock for a while. So I checked his Twitter profile. It looks like he's married and whatever he's doing in life. But I just thought to myself, it really sucks if, if one tweet or one video, and I'm not saying this defines his life because it doesn't, but anytime you Google that guy when he has kids, when he has a job down the road, you Google his name and you probably see that video. And that's yep. unfortunate, but it's a good lesson for, for young kids that nowadays anything on video or a screen grab, it really can affect you for the rest of your life. Now, what I was going to say is with Yolanda Kumar, there's going to be no sympathy towards her from Mizzou and Mizzou fans. I get that. But I'm not sure she should have the same penalty as Dave Bliss, who covered up a murder, who lied about a player on his team being murdered. This gal wrote some papers. I'm sorry, NCAA, you've lost the room. Here's why it's also hilarious. So in past years, when big-time coaches have gotten these show causes, and the two that come to mind for me, Jim Tressel and Bruce Pearl, so then they get these show causes, and you always hear their names floated out there, and teams are like, programs are like, man, could we hire that guy? But then we have to deal with the, the NCAA penalties. But, man, is it worth it to get Trestle, to get Bruce Pearl? Is there a program out there like, man, I know she has that 10-year show cause, but Yolanda Kumar, she's a hell of a tutor. <laughs> she's should we, one of the best should we, should we take the risk here? One of the best test takers out there. I do think it's funny. Don't you think if you're the NCAA, you have like a database or some sort of record of penalties? Who else has gotten this? Like, okay, hey, 10 years, that's straight. Who else has gotten it? 
Well, he gave it to Dave Bliss once. What did he do? He covered up murder. Give her five. Yeah. Well, maybe, is, maybe three or five. Yeah, that seems extreme. <laughs> Anybody in the room raising their hand saying, well, this seems a bit much. <laughs> and how about Barry Odom also channeling his Liam Neeson? I will fight for my damn team. I am going to push. We will appeal. And then Sterk told reporters, we will win the appeal. And look. I'm not a Mizzou grad. I'm not from St. Louis. Oh, you, you guys, went to Ohio State. You guys remind me of this all the time. He's the white so guy. So I'm not, I'm not coming from uh, the point of the Homer guy. It just seems like Homer when guy. you're talking about one tutor and 12 student athletes, 12, not 11, not 13, 12 student athletes, and you're affecting now football, baseball, softball, moving forward, scholarships, fines, official visits. And then again, compare it to North Carolina, 20 years 200 fake courses, and you got to think at least hundreds, oh, if not maybe totally. over a thousand athletes affected. Right. I think like about the, the punishment. I'd like to see the math. How that 12 plus 3 Versus equals hundreds. 10. Yeah, I'd like to see how that math equals a 10 year show cause. Well, if we've had the USFL pop up and try their thing, the XFL tried their thing, maybe not great examples because neither worked. The second round of the XFL is going to be a huge hit, of course. Oh, that's oh, different. That's 100%. different. Can we, can we start up? A rival to the NCAA, and like you and me, just start up the NCAB. You know, billionaires that are boobs or whatever, and we just decide we're gonna and we're gonna go to all the universities. Say, hey, we'll run the athletic stuff for you. You're sick of the NCAA. Everybody, everybody agrees they're sick of it. Let's start an alternative. Let's do this. I need a little venture capital, and uh, I'll start up my own NCAA 2.0. Seriously, I've I've thought this serious. for years. If somebody like Mark Cuban or a smart business person or a billionaire creates a basketball league for the one and dones and pays them an amount that it's worth it to not go to Duke or North Carolina and play for the one year for this league and get a TV deal. Same with football. Could you put together four teams of the best football players who are freshmen, sophomores, juniors, who aren't eligible for the NFL? You're telling me people wouldn't watch that? And nowadays you couldn't get a TV deal to make that worth your while? Isn't the G League offering that now? Like a six-figure? It's 125 k Yeah. For the G League, yes. But that's only for basketball, yeah. You can also make the case, though. Are like, you in the D League or the G League? Nah, I'm in the Z League. Sorry. But if you're Zion Williamson, do you get more money for your brand, for your future, if you're in the G League or the fact that you're playing for Duke and every single day you're on the cover of ESPN.com and every game is on TV playing for Duke? Duke's on TV more than leave it to Beaver. Duke is Duke. And by the way, Coach K would much rather have a bunch of two-star athletes that he could coach up in all these highs. That's what he said. It's right. funny. He said that for years. Yeah, except he and doesn't have any of those. Kentucky started getting all those kids, won a national championship, got to a bunch of Final and Fours, Duke and lost quickly. lost to a 15 seed in Lehigh. Yeah, quickly, and suddenly, Coach K kind of changed his philosophy. Uh, here. Lap 15, question number two for Frank Chuck. Who will end up with more all-star appearances, Bradley Beal or Jason Tatum? That is a fantastic question. So Beal has two. Jason Tatum has zero at this point. you got to think if Jason Tatum stays with the Celtics, they're kind of stacked. I'm not saying who's going to be the better player, but if Bradley Beal stays with the Wizards and he's their guy moving forward, I can see him getting a lot of all-star games with some really nice stats, whereas the Celtics will have more of a balanced attack with a lot of good players. So I'm going to say... Bradley Beal has more all-star appearances. Okay, you are Roger Goodell. Did you really call Saints players? He's telling people, I've talked to Saints players, and Michael Thomas, who's hilarious now on Twitter, like, Roger didn't call me. <laughs> like, Michael Thomas is a must-follow right now on Twitter because he's not letting it go. 
Who did you talk to? My gut is that he called Drew Brees, and that's it. Yes. He probably knows Brees a little bit. And then he said, I talked to Saints players. Did you talk to anybody else? I, I need think, you to be honest, Raj. Well, definitely called Drew Brees. Probably talked with Sean Payton, maybe somebody in the organization. And look, I am not a Roger Goodell fan by any means. But you just wonder. I'll throw the question back to you. If you're in his Ooh. spot, you're extremely unpopular anyway. What is the best way to handle what is, let's be honest, an awful situation? Like if Roger Goodell had his druthers, he wishes there wasn't all this controversy tainting the NFC Championship game. Then you have two weeks where everybody's talking about it. Michael Thomas is tweeting. How would you deal with this situation? Because people are saying, look, you ignored it. But if you put out a press release or you do a press conference, do you draw more attention to it? I think there was so much attention on it, it was silly to ignore it. Much like yesterday, I'm glad that Jim Sterk apparently did talk to reporters instead of just issuing a statement because you can't come out and say, oh, I'm so mad about this, I'm going to issue a statement. you got to talk. And I think Goodell knew that thing was a firestorm in the city of New Orleans. He could have come out and said something that night and said, listen, I'm disappointed that it ended on a controversial call. As always, we'll review all of our standards. I feel bad for that city. However, for those wondering, we will not replay the game. Any comment at all would have been better than none. And look, you know deep down, though, the NFL owners love the fact that Roger Goodell takes every single bullet for them. 100%. Right, uh, he takes them all. He makes $44 million a year. The players hate him, but he's making them money. Real quick, real quick, Super Bowl score, winner, and score, please, Sunday night. I'll go 34-30 New England, close game. They always play great Super Bowls. I feel like Super Bowls are always... Uh, there's there's less scoring than we think. How about how about 27-24 Patriots? Ooh, all right, and finally, number five, true or false, when Mizzou calls to file their appeal, they should say, softball, baseball? If we're going to cheat, we're going to cheat at football and basketball. <laughs> true. Thank you. All right, time now. This has been a little intense. Heavy sports talk. You know what we do on Fridays? Every couple of weeks or three or four if we forget or if there's a holiday or if Jover's traveling, couple of jokes for you to pass around, either at work or at the party on Sunday. It's time for Jobers Jokes of the Week. Dave Job, longtime Fox 2 sports producer, is on hold, and he's cleaned it up a little bit. He was getting a little raunchy there, and uh, his family mm-hmm. was not happy with him. So with that, we bring in Dave. Dave, welcome. How are you? Uh, sorry, I'm a little bit uh, busy when you first called in. I was taking out the Stan Kroenke. Or I'm doing some work around the house. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say I was taking out the trash. <laughs> That's good. Love it. Good start. Off to a good start. Well, you got it. You this, is, this is tough times, guys. You know, it's Rams, Patriots, the worst possible matchup you could have. I, I do have breaking news, though. St. Louis has renamed this game. It is now being called Super Bowl 1. Super oh. Bowl. Oh, number Roman numeral 1. Mm-hmm. I like that. Right. Super Bowl I. 1. Now, my... I probably don't care about my, my, my Sunday plans, but I'm going to plan on watching the 1970 World Curling Championship. It's a replay on History Channel instead of watching Crocky play with his mustache for three hours. That's a good plan. I like that. Hoff doesn't know if he should be hitting the sounder. Was that? Yeah, I gotta say, was that? I don't. Well, know. You weren't sure if it was a comment or a joke. This, yeah. How about the sounder though? That kind of makes Bonzo. sense. Bonzo. Thank you. Hey, by the way, was I put on double secret probation and I didn't know it because I've been on yes. in a while? Okay. Uh, yes, <laughs> but you didn't know it. Just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> by the just demand just of the textures. <laughs> uh, I, I do have a couple of uh, of um, uh, 
Super Bowl-esque jokes. Um, I'm going to leave them all. There was some about the Patriots, but I'm just going to bash the Rams. I'm sorry. I just I just have to. But I do have but I do have one one um, really good uh, uh, game plan that I did find out from the Patriots people. I know what Tom Brady's going to do on Saturday night. He's going to binge watch a certain TV show. You guys know what show that might be? The Brady Bunch. Aha! Checkers a winner! Like the back of my hand. Oh my goodness! And and out in L.A., I think you guys saw. This is just unheard of. The AFC game got higher ratings out in L.A. than the NFC game that the Rams were in. Oh my! Isn't that crazy? The Rams, what did one Rams fan say when, when he found out his team made it to the Super Bowl? What did one Rams fan say? Uh, nothing, because he couldn't find another fan. Uh, how about, and this is a spelling one, <laughs> U E W E have to be kidding me. Uh, <laughs> a spelling joke. Not bad. Not bad. It's okay. How about Aaron Donald? Did you hear Aaron Donald is looking for a bank in Atlanta? Aaron Donald. He's looking for a bank in Atlanta. You know why? Deposit. Because he has a sack of money. Because he gets a lot of sacks. I give up. Uh, Martin? No. He's going to get a quarterback. Bonzo. These are good for the kids at Super Bowl Sunday. Well, you Family been, friendly. I, I've been told by powers that be to, to tone it down to its yeah. third grade humor. I know, I know my mom and my sister will like it and Brian McKenna, but that's probably about it. Um, how will L.A. Rams get attention in the parking lot at Mercedes-Benz Station? Mercedes-Benz Stadium. How are they going to get their attention in the parking lot? Of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, attention in the parking Ooh, lot. I like when Chuck works yeah. through it verbally. Yeah, it doesn't really help for me. but Yeah, that's a bad attention. one. Tailgate. Poorly delivered. With their uh, horns. With their whole oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, 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 I think these are all that's original bad. jokes. Oh, yeah, they're good. Hey, what's the difference between Todd Gurley and a duck? <laughs> Todd, Todd Gurley. Between Todd Gurley and a duck. And a duck. Uh, Gurley can't fly. Quack and duck. Running back, Ooh, rushing line. yards. You got part of the, you got part of the punchline. Quack? You got He's part of the punchline with quack. Yep. He's a running quack? Running back? One goes quack, the other goes quick. <laughs> wow! So it's wow. Uh, All right, I think we're losing connection. What do you okay. hey, what do you what do you call a Saints player at Super Bowl Fifty Three? Saints player Missing? Super Bowl Fifty Three. Spectator. A spectator. You're right. Go home. <laughs> go and that's All a good right, way to wrap get, it up. That's a good one. Oh, I one. I got two more. Then I'm out. Oh boy. Oh then, boy. Then, it's, then, it's, then it's the Missouri State uh, Sports Report that you guys know I'm now sponsoring myself. Um, all right, here we go. What do you get when you cross Jared Goff with a carpet? Jared Goff with a carpet. A rug, a carpet, Burn. clean the carpet, vacuum. Jared Goff. Goff. What does Goff, Goff do? Goff? Throws. A throw rug. A throw rug. A throw rug. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's, that's not terrible. All right, let's finish with this one. What does Sean McVay and the mailman have in common? 
Sean McVay and the mailman. Sean McVay, he's young. He's 33. Got a model girlfriend. Not delivers relevant. the mail. Delivers. Delivers. Offense. Coordinates. Uh, he, he, he goes through the air. Neither of them are going to deliver on Sunday. Neither will deliver on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Rock you. Way to go. Way to go, Rock. Hey, Way to go, Rock. I'm both embarrassed. Cut zone tonight. Big, big show. Charlie Hostin, 10-10. Thanks, guys. Uh, Missouri State Bears are red hot. Both boys and men's uh, basketball. Go Bears. Boys and men. All right. Boys and men's coming to the uh, Enterprise Center later this week. I used to love boys uh, and men's back in the that day. That is Dave Job with the jokes of the week, not sponsored in any way or endorsed by the station, 590 The Fan. And textures. we don't have a chance to get to all those comments. We'll do that a little bit later. One of our great sponsors is Offenberg Hyundai. They're located in O'Fallon, Illinois. OffenbergHyundai.com. Highway 64 from downtown St. Louis. So it's easy to get there, but you start that search online. Great-looking vehicles. That's what Hyundai is all about. Great gas mileage, but because it's Offenburg, award-winning service after the sale. Stop by and see them. The showroom's brand new. The service center's great. They've got the little Starbucks machine to sit there, chuck, and drink Starbucks all day. And then eventually, like, do you have a car getting worked on? No, I just came for the coffee. What <laughs> a great like idea. I've done that before, actually. I may have done that. That was very specific. <laughs> Greenmount Road is the exit. Offenburg, Hyundai, the 30th anniversary coming up. That's when they started selling Hyundais in this area. Offenburg, Hyundai. We'll do a quick break. We're going to come back. It's our Schnooks High School Athlete of the Week, coached by Frank Bennett and then Andy McCollum, the former Ram Super Bowl champion, hanging with us. We're at Kingside Diner. What a great spot for breakfast, lunch, brunch, maybe late-night food and drinks, located at the corner of Bonham and Brentwood right here in the heart of Clayton. But before we do that, Chuck, hold that thought. Frank Bennett with us right now. How about that? We audibled on the fly. Shamanat Coach Frank Bennett is with us, and Coach... Uh, we're going to talk about your team and about your uh, player who was saluted as the high school athlete of the week. But how about Bradley Beal, a second straight all-star game. And any time good things happen to these Chaminade alums, it's fun for your whole program. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very fun. I mean, I'm, you know, it's, if you know Brad, you know he's just a high, high character, high-quality individual, man, So um, who's worked his tail off to get to this point. So for him to be nominated you know, and declared an all-star for two years um, straight, you know, it makes everybody in the Shamrock community very happy for him. And, Coach, the Athlete of the Week, voted by our listeners at 590thefan.com, brought to you by our friends at Schnooks, of course, your own Luke Kasupke. Tell us about Luke's game. We knew a lot this summer, and we knew last year was a great player. How has he been able to advance it this year? You know, I think the, the secret of the matter, matter is, you know, Luke just doesn't, he doesn't stop working. I mean, it sounds like... Um, sounds like it's cliche and all but he really doesn't i mean he he has one of the best work ethics i've been around um and, and with that being said he's got the the, um, the balance of being humble and, and mature to receive to receive coaching and and he wants to get better so if you look at his track record from his freshman year through uh, to his junior year he's made he's made huge jumps from each from year to year so so i'm really happy for him and uh, proud that you know the, the the listeners you know voted him as as the athlete of the week. Frank, I talked with you for uh, Fox Two on the TV side. Tell us about the uh, the fifty burger. He drops fifty points against Parkway North, and you were saying basically he gets hot. End of the game, your team was like, you better leave him in there to get the fifty. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was cool because they uh, they they really wanted him to. Um, 
you know, to, to stand there to, to get it, you know. And I, to be honest with you, I was going to pull them out and throw in some, you know, throw in some of our other guys and and the entire team. It was it was unanimous. They were, you know, they wanted him to to get in the game. And so I was like, well, Luke, man, I was like, you got you got a minute. I'm not going above a minute. And so, um, you know, I think that's a testimony to the, you know, to the kid, to the cultures the kids created, and you know, them wanting him to to to, to achieve the the mark, you know, which is something that. Um, doesn't happen very often. And at the next level, it's hard to believe he's a junior, right? I feel like he's been there forever. Who's in on him right now? So, Slu, Mizzou, uh, Creighton, Drake, um, uh, Xavier, um, you know, a lot of a lot of really solid mid-major uh, and high-major schools. So, he's going to have, you know, once all said and done, he's going to have his pick. And Frank, you got DeSmet tonight. Uh, very memorable the last time around. A little painful there, last second shot. A rematch tonight. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, DeSmet's very good, and we're looking forward to the to the challenge of going in their house and and you know and um, and trying to pull out a win. You know, they're you know they're uh, a club that's well coached and, and they've got some size on the interior and they got some good perimeter play. Um, you know, so we're looking to, you know, to go in there and, and take the fight to them, you know. So um, it should be a good one. Coach, thanks for hopping on. with us. He's on his lunch break. He's busy teaching out there at Chaminade. Thanks for hopping on, and uh, congrats again to Luke Kasupke, who is the Schnucks. 590 The Fan Schnooks High School Athlete of the Week. Coach, thanks so much. Yep, thank you. Thanks, Frank. Thank you for shopping at Schnucks. And when we come back, Super Bowl talk with Andy McCollum live from the Kingside Diner.